Hamptons and yeah, get We've into gone some of the... We haven't even done an in intro. The, oh, fuck. Sorry, man. You can see how hazy I am. I'm so just like... <laughs> I'll get like in one, one brownie. I can't do anything. Uh... Yeah, so again, welcome back to another episode of Subject to Change. <laughs> we just start again? <laughs> no, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. it doesn't matter. So we're back. Um, thank you very much, everyone, for checking back in once again. As usual, if this is your first time, please follow us on all social media platforms. So that's Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. Um, please rate us on Spotify. Give us five star. Please. Um, SoundCloud or Apple Podcasts. And now, if you're actually listening to us on Spotify you are also able to watch the full thing in video. So please do that as well. Let us know what you think. Um, but we'll give you five seconds to just give us a little five star on whatever you're listening to. Five seconds, a bit short now. Or go on TikTok and follow us. Beautiful. There we go. So how are you today, Daniel? Mate, I'm good. Yes. I'm good. It's a, it's a lovely sunny day. It is. And uh, I'm very, mate, good. I'm excited what we're going to talk about today. Yes. So, we are going to be talking about, I guess, why don't you kick off? I'll kick off. <laughs> I'll let you kick off. Yeah, so today we're going to be covering a few things, and I think one of the main things is, I guess, dealing with breakups. And I guess the best way to start something about how to deal with breakups and the do's and the don'ts, and I guess basically some advice on how to deal with a breakup is to kind of get a good understanding of how do you know when to break up with someone when is the right time what are the what are certain aspects of the relationship that that when you're in it it makes you realize that it's probably time to to go mm. so what aspects of a relationship when you're in it will give you an indication that it's it's probably the right time for you to leave Give i guess an i guess for me it's just when your needs aren't being met anymore you know, mm. I think that a lot of people stay in things for so long because of the emotional investment they've put into that. And we've already spoken about like sunk cost fallacy, but it's, you know, if you, I always say, if you think about your relationship and whatever you're in and you're like, if it is how it is now, if this was like this on day one, would I still be in this relationship? And if not, why? My needs are still the same. So why is it I'm sacrificing what I need? And I think, you know, that's not always a black and white question. Mm. But Do you I not think, think people's is, needs also change over the time of the relationship? Your needs should also still be met. Yeah. So yeah. I think it's always a question you should ask yourself. And, you know, like I said, it's not always completely black and white, but I think it's a good question to ask to, you know, reevaluate if you're not in a happy situation. Because so many people just, you know, go for so long and, and they're really unhappy. So I mm. think, you know, if your needs are being met and you're not fe- you're not feeling like seen or heard, I think, you know, reevaluate. But it's always a, a scary situation when it comes to dramatically changing a, a piece of your life, you know? A hundred percent. I do think I completely reiterate and agree with everything you said there. Of course you do. Um, (laughs) Because you just always speak facts. Because it's just facts. Um, But when to know is the right time, I think when you find yourself just completely lost in the relationship, Mm. when the sense of comfortability is no longer there, where whenever you're around that person, you'd rather be somewhere else. Mm-hmm. I think when you find yourself compromising your happiness for the sake of the relationship, and if there doesn't seem to be an equal amount of compromising within a relationship, I think so many people need to understand that throughout the journey of a relationship, it is going to be a 
a certain level of compromising on both sides. And if there if if there's never any compromising, there's always it's never going to work. Mm-hmm. So I think if there seems to be a discrepancy between you compromising in the relationship and the other person not, or if you're to a point where you're co- fully compromising your happiness in order for them to feel comfortable, I think that's when you know there needs to be a conversation that needs to be had in order to kind of figure out whether that relationship's actually going to be for you. And also, someone actually said, um, a lot of people know exactly when they want to end it, but are, are too afraid of the unknown. So prolonging making the decision seems to be quite a regular thing. Yeah. I think that's spot on. Mm. I think that people know when they, I think people know when they want to break up with someone, but you're right. Like people extend it and go, oh, we'll, we'll see how, you know, things go over the next couple of months. And quite often you don't need time to make a decision. You just need like information to make a decision. Yeah. And if you have all the information you need, well, you should make the decision if you can. Yeah. Um, it's a very good point though. It's a very good point. Um, <laughs> just, I just spit bars all day. Um, but anyway, that's it's funny. It's true though. It's true. It is, it is, it is yeah, very, 100%. very true. And, it, and it's right. And so many of us don't because we always think time is going to make a difference. And, you know, if we give more time, then we may, f- you know, feel a different way. And that's why, you know, like, you know, like for my last relationship, it took me ages to break up. You mm. know? Like one before that, it took me ages to break up is because you just think, oh, maybe this feeling will go away. Yeah. This like, oh, this like lackluster mm. for the person, you know? And also another big one, if you guys aren't fucking and you're living together, you're living with a housemate. You're not living with a partner. Yeah, that's also like, true. Like you are living with a housemate. And and also if the, the environment becomes toxic as well, like if you start to realize there's aspects of that person where they're probably not taking... I guess your feelings and emotions mm. um, seriously, or if there is certain insecurities that you got to the point where you're able to open up to them, and then they start make, maybe making fun of that or mm. using that as kind of um, <coughs> ammo in an argument or a disagreement. I think those kind of indications are very, very important when it comes to really understanding whether that relationship's done or not. Because as soon as someone starts doing that in the relationship, it it shows that there's probably a good chance that they don't even like you anymore. You build a lot of resentment after a while. It's so, yeah, you can build a lot of resentment and that feeds into it as well. The more you stay with that person and the more you don't make a decision, you get this like, yeah, just like icky resentment. And And ask yourself, do you actually like them? Mm. It's You 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 start creating arguments out of nothing as well. You You can be with someone for so many years, two, three, four years, and you you, you can love that person with all your heart. But there's just a massive difference between loving someone and liking someone. You could have a parent, a mum or dad who you love, but you don't like. Yeah, and you only, you only love them because they're your mother you or they're like your you father. Because yeah, yeah. you have it's to. Like like, it's just like it's, it's innate in yeah. you to love that person. So if you're with someone for six, seven years, you can love that person with all your heart. But if you're asking yourself, do you, when you look at them, it's like, I actually don't even like you. Mm. Like, why am I here? I think Daniel Sloss in, in his program, he was like, you know, it gets to a point where... Your, your partner could even be just drinking orange juice in the morning just be like you're so fucking annoying oh my god Every, isn't it everything, everything that they do, do just like annoys is annoying. you oh yeah so 100% I think that takes like a, a massive pl- uh, a massive part to play mm. but you know when you've actually like I guess go, you know going through a breakup or you know what I guess is an experience what's a memory that you have of like how you dealt with a breakup like how I dealt with do, a breakup do you, do you think you've like yeah, what's like you one of your most uh, well-known memories of dealing with a breakup? Like a like a moment you felt or how you dealt with it? Was there like panic or fear or just calm? Were you just 
For fuck's sake, Oakley. Fucking. <laughs> um, so I have had three proper girlfriends my whole life. Yeah. Um, and probably the one that would have been the most memorable <coughs> was probably the one from seven years ago. Mm-hmm. Because you broke up on my birthday. She broke up on your birthday? Yeah. She she, up, she, she dumped you or you dumped her? No, she dumped me. How, how old are you? Uh, 25. On your birthday? Yeah. It, was, it, wasn't, it, wasn't, it wasn't on purpose. <laughs> what do you mean? It was an accident. You know what? It's one, of those, it's one of those things where whenever you feel that something's coming to an end and you may be having conversations here and there. And I guess this conversation just ended up having happening on my birthday. And there's no yeah. way af- after having a conversation could you like it couldn't it couldn't keep going. Mm. Like you couldn't just be like You're at the point of no return. Yeah, there's yeah. no return. Like you couldn't just like pretend that it wasn't have happening yeah. and then just go on as normal and go out for dinner together, whatever mm. for my birthday. Just so that happened on my birthday. Shout out to you if you're listening. Um we have a good relationship now, so it's fine. Like, mm-hmm. there's no hate. Um, no, you sound very defensive. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, that happened. I think the way I dealt with that one, I was, like, in denial for ages. What do you mean? Like, like after, I, I after it happened? Yeah, I didn't even tell anyone. Because I was just, like, I was baffled that it happened. It was just... It was one of those ones where things were going... She didn't know that you were missing Northern Ireland. <laughs> Is that why you she were did. baffled? That's, that's were how like, I was in the first place. You, want, you get what you've done, right? You've, <laughs> you've ruined my street cred. Baffled. Um, but yeah, like, whenever it happened, I was just like, how, did, how have I got here? From like, it being so good to then all of a sudden just like dropping like yeah. that. So I was completely in denial thinking, now nah, we'll get back together. La, 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 la. Didn't tell any of my friends for, I think, two weeks. I think only my mum knew. And then one of the lads from my town, but no one else, like, pretty much knew. My mum saw, like, how shit I was. Like, I was proper, like, as version. I felt like I was depressed. I wasn't depressed, but at the time, I was like, this is horrendous. It's a wound, mate. You've got to, like, fucking take time to heal, you know what I mean? It it was an enjoyable moment. And I think back then, I just didn't even know how to deal with stuff like that at Mm. all. Like, didn't know how to process it. All I felt was... It just reiterated to what I know now to be like triggers from childhood. Like the breakup, it was just like so out of the blue. And I think whenever I experienced that breakup, I was just like, why do I feel like lost and unwanted and Mm. sad? And and I think that's why I couldn't tell anyone because it just made me feel so weak. Even just just saying the words out loud to people. Because whenever you say things out loud, it makes it more real. Maybe confirming something that you might already believe about yourself. Yeah. So just like saying it to people was just like intense. Yeah, man. And I guess looking back on it now, I can understand why I reacted the way I did. Because like it just triggered so many things that I'd maybe subconsciously thought about myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, But moving forward to like nowadays, I'm a lot better when it comes to that sort of stuff. Like, mm. I've learned to understand that whenever people don't want to be with you, a lot of times it's not to do with you. It's, it's to do with them. It's to do with them. It's, oh. and, in, and in this case, it was. It wasn't yeah. to do with me. Yeah. Like, it definitely wasn't. Like I mean, I'd say, because it could also be, like, depending on the relationship. It could yeah. be because of that person. Yeah, but, but like, um, it, in this case, for sure, yeah. it, was, it was not to do with me whatsoever. Like, we've had a conversation even post the breakup, like, two, three years after. 
And she, it, and she saw the Mr. Kanban cards. Yeah, she and she it. just like, you know what? I mean, <laughs> no, no. She she said if it was a different time in yeah. her life, like we we would it would have worked out. But just yeah. at that time, and and based like we've had the conversation about the reasons why, mm. and it makes totally totally so much sense. And even looking back, it's like I want because I, I wanted to try and stay with her while she's going through it. And now I'm just like, imagine I did that. That would have been the most horrendous experience mm. and relationship I could ever think of. And we've both said that, like, it's yeah. just it just was one of those ones that just wasn't meant to be, you know what I mean? But yeah, yeah that was how I dealt with that. I think um, it's people deal with breakups in, like, a very different way. And, you know, I've been through, like, two, like, one or two, like, big breakups. And, um, like, just hella anxiety, loads of fear, like, the unknown, as you're saying, like, you don't really know what's going to happen. I think it's normal. I think it's normal to go through those, like, different phases. And it's okay to just accept this is a bit, this is... Oakley, come here. This is a bit, you know, fucking, you can absolutely just boot him. <laughs> oh, God. So much is happening. Um, yeah, so I was saying that it's okay when you go through a breakup just to, like, acknowledge and accept that's the way you feel. And yeah, it's fucking shit. And yeah, you don't feel really good. Um, like when I broke up with my ex, we were still living together for like another month. Yeah. Um, just because we had to break the lease and stuff like that. And that's mad. Man, it's weird. <laughs> it's weird. It's weird. It's weird. That is it is so a weird situation. Um, you know, and everyone knows this, right? Everyone has fucked an ex. Everyone has done it. Yeah. The sex when you break up, it's a lot better. Like I've never, I've never done it like within like that that early breakup but, period. But, but have you fucked an ex though? Yes, I've, I've and had it's, sex it's, it's nice. no, but it's, it's like it's lovely. It, it's because there's none of that like baggage or yeah, yeah, yeah. responsibility to that person. Yeah. It's just you know that's why it's so enjoyable. Good. It's, yeah. that, it's just enjoyable. It's just, yeah. Um, but you know, but but at the time we were still living together for like another month and, and breaking the lease and stuff like that, and so it was just weird. And I think it was a lot harder because you don't have that period to actually like feel the breakup almost and see what's going on. Like I've mm. moved into like the spare bedroom and stuff like that, but you know, you don't really get time to like feel what's going on. So I think it's important that when you do bit of a burp there, oh. <laughs> that was just, um, I think it's important when you do go through a breakup, the first thing you want to do in any realistic situation, obviously if you're not living together is do not have any contact with that person. Mm -hmm. I'd say don't contact for at least like a month. Have like a give month. Give yourself the space yeah, from your partner. Give yourself the space. Like I think it's really important because um, you also want to like make sure that when you like have that space, it's so you can actually, I guess, detox and, you know, leave that situation mm -hmm. and actually go through like the motion of feeling the breakup mm -hmm. and understanding what's going on. And it's never going to be something easy. And in that period, you're going to want to speak to that person. Yeah. And that's the time you're going to want to speak to them the most and lean on them the most. But at that time, when you feel that way, it's probably the exact opposite you should be doing. Oh, 100%. You know? Yeah, I do think taking time for yourself, taking time out for you is one of the, the most important parts about whenever you become single. And don't even feel like you need to do this whole soul searching of mm. where you need to be, where you need to go next. I think just existing for, mm. especially if it's been a lot like it, if it's been a long relationship and you've just got out of it, just being able to exist. Just sit with it. Just sit, just exist in this world, this fucked up world that we're in and just be. 
Like, don't actually think just because I'm breaking up, like, oh my goodness, I need to do this, I need to do that. Like, yeah, there'll come a time where you do need to start, I guess, creating a life and living the life without that person. Mm-hmm. Because I guess if you are in your mid 20s or mid 30s and you've been with someone for 10 years, like, that's a solid that's percentage a solid of your life. Time. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's, that's, um, that's close to like half your life. In that period, with, with is where that you person. probably would have experienced the, the most, the most growth, yeah. like that, like that, that that point of your your early twenties, mid twenties into your thirties, that is a part of the time in your life where you've probably done the most changing, the most learning, the most developing. So the life that you're now going to be living outside of that experience where you've grown with that person is going to seem a bit odd at the time, but allowing yourself the space to just appreciate what you what that journey was and that what the experience was whether it was shit or great like allowing yourself that time to just rest in it and then after that go out and then just start smashing the world not like people but it was a great it was a great word to, <laughs> to choose there start smashing yeah um I, I think as well it's like you're also at that point you're also in your most like emotional state Mm. and you might just go through a period where you take some time apart and you might end up saying things to that person that you may later regret and you could also end up you know at that time you may be in a place where you want to give them the space to reevaluate to see if it's something they might want to revisit Mm. you know not every breakup ends in a forever breakup some people just go through a period it's like we need to just take some space for a bit and you know some people reevaluate they have amazing lives together like not everything is going to be finite yeah but it's like at that point if you do want that to happen, you don't want to say things or do things that are going to push that person even further away. Yeah. Because if you're there and just throwing your anxiety and your stress and your anger and, and your anger and your like sadness about it onto the fire that they're already dealing with, they know what it's like. You're only going to push that person away even more. So it's like, let them have the time to feel it as well. You know, let them see what it's like not having you in their life. And not having you text them and whatever it is, let them feel it, because you know, like you throwing shit at them is is not going to help and, the situation. And sometimes absence does absence does make the heart, the heart grow fonder. Grow fonder. Yeah. Like it really does. And I think, especially like you said, if it's one of those breakups where it's like you both probably know that there's a level of it that's not fully finite. <coughs> That space with no contact with that person might be the best thing for both of you. Yeah. Um, but I do think one the good thing, which a friend of mine, sorry to Lee Whitty, um, said I to me imagine. that when, <laughs> whenever you break up with someone and you ever, ever are in a position where you're like, oh, I've just, I've just made a massive mistake, write out all the cons about the person. <laughs> write at all write at all the cons about the person the relationship and point. every time you're thinking about it just read them but he's still with her <laughs> <laughs> funny I'm um, only joking I'm only, um, I'm only joking but yeah like because once once you because naturally when you're in a position where you've just broken up with someone and now you're thinking about getting back with them you're always going to go straight to the positives. Yeah. Like the way you felt when you first met them, instead of like how you felt after 10 years, you're always going to go back to like the best parts about that relationship. So he said to me, write down the cons of the person 
and the relationship and every time you have a doubt just read them and once you read them you're like okay no there's no way what's the point quite often you're right because in that moment you think about all the positives and I think when we like break up with someone we think about the life we could have had and the life we were actually and about that and about who that person could have been but if that person could have been that person they They would have been that person so it's almost like you're mourning someone who you created mm, your you're head. mourning what that person could have been but they would have been that person yeah you're creating so, an almost an unrealistic expectation of what you want that person yeah, to be it's but then that's but when they don't live up to that then you're you're upset and it's not that person's fault it's okay to be sad that someone didn't turn out to be the person you wanted them to be but don't mourn them like they were that person yeah you know nice little one there 21 minutes I'll make sure I'll I'll cut that one for you (laughs) I can see you make make sure I get this perfect (laughs) don't mourn that person for exactly what they want you to be but then oh, more than for the I just oh, like this guy today, this, this guy's getting this plagiarizing down the team. Shout out Matthew Hussey. <laughs> oh, is it hot in here or is it just me? It <laughs> it's is, just you. It's fucking hot though. He's got some great bars. Oh, he's that's he's funny. got some great bars. I heard what that a while ago and that's like stuck with me. What about some don'ts to like things you shouldn't do when you break up with someone? Things that you shouldn't do and I preface Don't this with social media. Huh? Don't stalk the yeah, social yeah. media. I, I preface this, I've done it, we've all done it, and even though I say don't do it, you may do it, and it's okay to make a mistake, but don't turn it into a habit. Um, don't stalk them on social media, yeah. yeah. You don't have to unfollow them if you don't want to, but yeah. mute their stories I at mean, least. That's like, what I do. I'd, and it's so, you don't need it coming up, you don't need it like being more accessible than it already is because we forget that social media is just a highlight reel mm. and you may see them the week after out with their friends having a good time yeah living their best life mm. you're like oh that's weird they've mm. lost 10 kilos mm. <laughs> and uh and, and you know but don't forget that's just a highlight reel you know i, that, I would that's always not... recommend to mute them because yeah. i feel like some people can get quite get quite butthurt when they get unfollowed mm. and i think by unfollowing it just creates a reason for them to message you be like why have you unfollowed me like i thought we were okay so i think by muting them both stories and on their their feed on their posts i think that's the easiest way to get them off your social media and to also not leave a, a gateway for them to have it like have an argument or a mm. conversation because so many people who end relationships love to have arguments with each other because even though it's not a positive interaction they just like the fact that they're it's interacting, the they're interacting, with, yeah, yeah, interacting yeah. with their part, their ex partner, reigniting like emotions or reigniting yeah. just some form of like exactly. Connection. So I think mutant is ideal. It's how you also tarnish like the kind of how you left the relationship. You know, if that's what happens when you break up, that's all you're going to remember a few mm. years down the line is like all the bitter arguments you yeah. had afterwards. And it's like you don't want to be that person. You don't want to mm. have that. And I've I've done that. I've been there before, and it's it's horrible. Not a nice feeling. No, no, it's not. A nice I feeling. think another one is to don't isolate your friend don't isolate yourself from everyone it's okay to be alone and to spend time on your own to kind of reflect on what what you had what could have been and how your how your i guess your future on your own and where the potential new partner will be but i feel it's so important not to completely cut yourself off from the world because that could be a a place of isolation is a place where negative and harmful thoughts can come to you especially depending on how the breakup went so i think it's important to not 
really cut yourself off from your friends and your family at, at that point? I, I feel like so many, like I spoke to lots of like women about this and I, I think that what I've got back is that men do more of like to get over, to get over someone, get under someone mm. where women don't do that as much. This is just like what I've heard from like experience. Yeah. That's not women's go-to is just to shag someone else. Mm. Like men do that. We do that. I've done that. Mm. But it's like, I think it's, you know, it knows the short term pain it does always come back round in the end, but at the time, it's a very quick and easy way. I don't, I, I don't say you should do it, you know, whatever. It's personal preference. Yeah, it's like but. it's almost like women and men are flipped. So, like yeah. in the initial stages, men will go out, party, party, party. Women will like fester and and think about it, and then in three months, they like do the swap yeah. where the girls like pretty much oh, got yeah. over it. Yeah, yeah she's yeah, like yeah. pardon, and then in three months, and we're you, just crying. We're just sitting home. there like, <laughs> this is horrible. But that's so true, though. Yeah. That's so true. Yeah. Um, do you have any other ones? Other, like, don'ts of the... Mm. Yeah. I don't would, stop taking care of yourself. Yeah. De- oh, definitely. I think it's so easy I to just, like... One. Yeah, because you sit around and you just, like, mope. And then you start, like, giving up on yourself. Mm. And you start working on yourself and, like, giving up on the gym. But loads of people, they go through a breakup and you see fucking dudes. They get jacked as fuck. Yeah. They're like, I now need to look like my best self. Why don't you do that in a relationship? Yeah. Like, why were you not doing that? Yeah, exactly. It's like, you know what? There's a thing, right? So, like, you, you know, you break up and your ex looks a lot better now they're not with you. He looks a lot better. It's like, why are you guys just not doing, not doing this? that when you're why together? Why were you taking care of yourself? Mm. It's probably because they weren't It's happy. the comfortability as well. Yeah. I think when people get comfortable, they think that their partner should love them through thick and thin. Mm. You know what I mean? So, but also I think there's a, le- a level of um, accountability where if you do actually love your partner, um, completely in love with them i think it is your responsibility to a degree to let them know when you feel like they're probably becoming quite unhealthy i think do you think that there's a i heard this ages ago it was like if you i think you might have said it if you're friends with your ex you still love them or you never did yeah i've said that do you think now do you think that's right that if you're still able to be friends with them, you either never, you never either still lo- love them or, or you, you never, never did. did. Yeah, I do agree with that. Yeah, it's a very interesting, yeah. like very. If, like, you, interesting. if you're if you're actually in love or loved your ex, and you can be, and when I say friends, I don't mean like, oh, I think you can be fine with them, and when you see them, you can say hello. I mean like actual friends, like yeah, still yeah, talk like daily. I'm yeah. hanging out. Like I think if you're able to do that, or even hanging out with them in a friendship group. Mate, like, it's horrible. That'd be the man. worst thing. But oh. like, I, I do think, and I've said this for years, if you're able to still be friends with your ex after a breakup, you're never in love with them, or you still do. And please, someone, please, someone, if you're listening to this or watching this, please comment or message us if yeah. you disagree. We'll caption that bit. That's going to be pretty good. Yeah, me. someone's going to have a sight to say yeah. on that. You want to say it again? Um, what does it be said? No, I'll say it. <laughs> <laughs> I do believe. I'll say it again. I do believe that if you're still able to be friends with your ex, you're either never in love with them or you are still in love with them. I hope that comes through the mic. Mic drop. That was a mic drop. That was a mic drop. But yeah, if anyone does disagree with that, or even if you do disagree, if you've got examples of of that, please let us know. Um, and then we'll happily happily have a conversation yeah. about that for sure. But I do think that's fair. I do think that's fair. I don't know anyone that's actually friends with their ex who mm. doesn't still love them. Nah, oh, nah, I don't know anyone like that, nah, I just wouldn't, I, I remember my first, my first girlfriend, I was like 17, we were in the same friend group, man, it was so weird, like, we, like, 
being broken up with someone and still hanging in the same friend group. And we got back together eventually, but it was just like, it's just weird. It doesn't give you literally any time to go through the breakup. It doesn't give you any mo Because, you know, you break up and then, you know, you have your time where you want to like, you know, not be with the friend group for a bit because everyone's hanging out. And then like a week or two late, you're hanging out again. It's just like, there's no time to really feel what's going on. Mm. And then you're out and it's like, at parties, you don't really know what to do. And it's just like, uh, I feel sorry for people that when they break up and they're in the same friend group still, it's like, it's a lot Horrible. to deal with. Yeah, and That's why I think it's so important to keep them, those two things separate. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Arms length. What about advice for people who have broken up? Advice for people who have broken up is like, for a while, depending on how long you've been in the relationship for, I'd say don't get into another relationship. Mm. Like don't go on the rebound. And this is what so many people do. They leave a relationship. There's a, a space where this loving emotion used to be and a space in their puzzle. And they just want to like, you know, bring someone else into it. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. No. I'd say have your time being single. And it doesn't mean just shagging about, but it's like be single, be on your own, yeah. do your own things. Feel what it's like to spend Sunday night or evenings alone mm. where you're hung over and you can't have a spoon with your partner and no one's there to pat your head and tell you it's all going to be okay. Like have that. those moments because, you know, that's usually what it's like. I remember, you know, being single and like, you know, when I'd be on the piss and on a Sunday, it's just like really just like, oh God, I'm so hung over. just want someone here. <laughs> that's the times you need to be on your own because yeah. that's the hardest, Yeah, you know? Um, yeah, so I'd say definitely just just do that. Just be single. Don't go on a rebound. I think um, of like being in another relationship. Try to see the positives of the breakup. I think it's a good one. Yeah, your ex is your ex for a reason. Yeah, I think you learn so much within the realms of an emotional relationship with someone. I think that's when you actually learn the most about yourself because it teaches you it teaches you what you want and what mm. you don't want mm. when you're in relationships with people. I think Esther Perel said something along those lines where she says we have a lot of people now here doing so much work in themselves and doing all this self-development but they never actually get into relationships and she says the only way you actually learn how far you've come and 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 the level of self-development you've done is in accordance with relationships with others because you can like tell yourself that you've done so great but how are you going to know if there's no one there to call you out on it that's like people being like oh I'd say I'm like a secure attachment now. It's like, well, let's see how you go yeah, in the next yeah, relationship. Yeah, like that's how I yeah. feel. Because like, I've said to you, like, I was obviously anxious and avoidant. And I was like, I feel as if I'm secure now. Mm. But I've also said, but I won't know that until yeah. I'm in another relationship. And I'm in those testing and, moments. And I'm in those testing moments where mm. I'm emotionally invested in someone, where I'm actually challenged with those mm. triggers. And that's the only way you're going to know. Yeah. Like your relationship with other people is the only way that you're ever going to improve moving forward in life mm. because if there's no one calling you out in your bullshit you're just gonna go and go and on living life in complete ignorance so i do think the learning the learning you do from these relationships is so important so i think whenever you break up take that moment to i guess learn from what you what you experienced in that relationship yeah spend your time alone and um, just rip the turkey's head clean off try not to take things personally what do you mean try not to take I guess the breakup personally, especially if it was one where the person just decided that it wasn't for them. Don't think it's always about you. We've kind of touched on that quickly. It's like, it's not always going to be about you whenever a relationship ends. Sometimes it really is that person who just needs to deal with their own shit. 
and I think the quicker you understand that, whether it's to do with the relationship or even just life in general, mm. things just become way, way easier to cope with. Because sometimes people just don't match. They just don't match. Literally. Um, I think what a good one is, whatever you're feeling, whatever the feelings that you're having now won't last forever. Yeah, ma- like massive. And, and it, like, even if you're, a really good thing to like remember is every feeling you have will pass. Your highest highs, your lowest no, lows. lows, this moment will pass. Because you have to remember, before I was this happy, I didn't always feel like this. So logically, I will come to the point where I don't mm. feel like that again. And the same thing when you're really sad. I didn't feel like this before. So logically, I will not feel like this mm. at a certain point again. So everything passes. Everything 100%. moves. 100%. I think it's all about reading the book, um, The Power of Now. It is all, all about living in the now. And I think whenever, like you say, whenever you have these feelings and emotions, you just need to just live life always in the present and knowing that, as you're going along, that feeling is always going to pass. The same way there's a one time whenever you could you were at your happiest mm. and then that passed. The same way now, this moment where you feel as if you're at the saddest, mm. it's going to pass. Your life is going to be a journey of constant changing in emotion. So I think realizing that and allowing yourself the grace to just go through those emotions and not mm. like pretend that they're not existing mm-hmm. and pretend that they're they don't actually have an effect on you i think is so foolish i think accepting that they're there just going through going through with them mm. is gonna steady you way better moving forward yeah i think i think it's i would love to you know never know what will happen in the future but i would love to see if i would actually be able to put all that in 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 practice and if i was to go through another breakup again would i just revert back to just the easy um, quick short term you know pleasure over long term don't know I think if you've done, I think if you're done the you work and, and you are you doing the work, I think, yeah. I think being more so being aware of that, even if you don't, even if you do revert to that, yeah. I think most more so being aware of the fact that you know you're doing yeah. it, I think is a massive thing because people are just doing it thinking like, yeah, this is the best way. But yeah. I think yeah, that's true. if you're aware of that, you're doing it, I think that's like a massive thing for sure. It, uh, yeah. It's better to be aware you're making the wrong decision than just like than thinking, just doing it, yeah. thinking like this is the best yeah, thing yeah, for yeah. me. This is what I'm meant to be doing. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like, I know I'm making a fucking mistake, but I want to do that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's fair. Well, thank you very much, people. I would love to hear actually if anyone on the next episode or maybe we'll just keep it on the back burner of like the worst breakup stories. Yes. Like some funny shit out there yes, that please. people have done. That'd be um, good. Like, I don't know, have you caught your mister in bed with like your brother or something? I don't know. <laughs> some fucked up stories um, would be would be really good to know. Well, perfect. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening. Thank you very much. Stay safe. Peace. Peace.